right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the house. How y'all doing out there today? Hope everybody's having a wonderful day. And your weekend was great as well. And yes, we have another outstanding show for you and so forth and so on. <laughs> hey, y'all. How y'all doing out there? I don't know why I'm hearing echoes and things. You know, right? you know sometimes you, you have to you have to figure out what's going on. Maybe it's the weather. Maybe it's poltergeist. Maybe some of y'all using some um, equipment you shouldn't be using. Maybe somebody's listening. Ah, interesting, huh? <laughs> uh, but anyway. We're here. We're going to go on with the show regardless. So thank y'all for hanging out with us today. Um, yeah, man, we didn't do a show all last week, so yeah, we got a lot to catch up on, a whole, whole lot to catch up on. We're going to talk a little bit about a merger, the Department of Justice, Bill Cosby, uh, what else, um, uh, Kim, Jong-un, and, and Trump, immigration, Oh, man, and a little of this and a little of that and whatever you have to add. And, of course, you know, we got my, my co-host who's going to drop a little knowledge on us as well. So we have a lot planned for you today, and hopefully, hopefully, you're ready to listen to us <laughs> without any, you know, you listen to us in great, great detail. But anyway, let me tell you how you be a part of the show. Easiest way is just call me, 347-838-8622. You can email me at ericletstalk at gmail.com, E-R-I-C-L-E-T-S-T-A-L-K at gmail.com, pross at p.leona.ross24 at gmail.com as well. I'm trying to get the chat room to open. I don't know. You know, y'all know how that goes. Technology. Some, sometimes it wants to and sometimes it don't. So at this moment, the chat room is not open. But by chance I happen to get it open sometime during the show, I will never let you know. You know, you can hang out in there as well. All right, so those are all the ways you can be a part of the show. And um, we want to hear from you today. Today is open mic. That's what it is, open mic. And y'all know what open mic is. Basically, hey, whatever you want to talk about. That's right. All right, and the chat room is open, so you can come hang out in the chat room as well at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Okay? So those are all the ways you can hang out on the radio with me today in the chat room, and we can have us some fun, some fun, fun, fun. And what's on your mind? Huh? What's on your mind? I know a lot of you probably have some things you want to talk about. And um, that's cool. We can talk about it because we are flexible like that. And we want to hear, we really do want to hear what's on your mind. What's bugging you? You know, what's bugging you? <laughs> uh, because everybody has something they want to get off their, 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 um, their chest, head, whatever you want to call it. You know, I, I agree with that. Yeah. All right. So, anyway, with all that being said and done, y'all know we got the song of the day. Yeah. And uh, we got an inspirational saying. We got the Black History Moment or 
Oh, we got all kind of stuff, man. Um, so sit back, relax, and get ready to have some fun. Yeah, because we're going to giggle a little bit, too. It's Monday. Why not? All right, so I'm practicing my, my, my Mexican, my Hispanic, Latino language, so when I go on down here to the border, you know, I can see what's going on. And then I can be able to get back in, you know what I mean? Um, but anyway, with all that being said, let me bring my co-host in, P. Ross, because, you know, she's the logical one, y'all. I tell y'all that all the time. Y'all don't believe me, but, yeah, she's the logical one, especially with my eighth grade education. Sometimes I just forget what I'm trying to say or what I'm thinking, you know, and she comes right in and cleans it up for me, which is always a great thing. So, without further ado, here's my co-host, the one, the only, P. Ross in the house. All right, P. I'm here. You're here. We're here together. Yes, yeah. we're all here. We're all here. Yeah. Yes. We're all here. Another good mm -hmm. thing. I have to be on absent for a week. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah, well. It happens. Sometimes we just, and we get caught up, man. We can't help it. Sometimes things happen. Mm -hmm. Right? Exactly. Things happen. We got a life. We got a life, y'all. We got a life. <laughs> oh, anyway. Anyway. So, what's going on with you? What you got for us today? Well, you got some good stuff. We do got some good stuff. We 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 going we going to talk about some black history stuff. The origin of, of 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 some holidays and stuff, one in particular, and um, we just gonna talk. We just gonna talk. We just gonna go over some stuff about us, lest we forget. Mm. Mhm. Mm really? Really? Hmm. Really? Okay. Really? What? <laughs> okay. All right. That's it. Just that simple. Nothing else. No, it's just it's just that simple. It's just that simple. <laughs> why make it, why make it complicated when it's really not? Because we live with, we live in a complicated time, place, and everything needs to be complicated. Well, it really is not. There are really simple solutions, but it's just that um, people don't want to acknowledge that. They don't want to do that because it's easier doing what you want to do, how you want to do it, when you want to do it. And don't worry about how it affects anybody else. Okay. Yeah. I got that. Mm -hmm. I got that. Okay. All right. Logical. Very, very logical. Very, very logical. You know, so. Yeah. I like it when you say it like that. Of course. All right. So we'll be coming back to you in a little bit. <laughs> we'll be coming back to you in a little bit. You know, we got to get the song of the day out of the way and uh, among some other things. Hey, you, you're going to like the song of the day. I got Al Green finna come on. You know, you know, everybody likes Al Green. I don't care if you're a uh, meth head or a rocker or whatever. Al Green will get you going. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
But anyway, so y'all, without further ado, it's time for some music. And uh, being that it's Monday, and some of y'all just don't want to be at work. We got something that's going to make you smile a little bit. A little Al Green and love and happiness, y'all. Enjoy. See y'all in a few minutes. Yeah, y'all. Love and happiness. Love and happiness. Yeah. Something that can make you do wrong, make you do
Now, note that this was two and a half years after President Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation, which had become official in January, on January 1st of 1863. So this was an entire two and a half years later before the slaves in Texas were notified. So the Emancipation Proclamation, it had little impact on the Texans due to the minimal number of Union troops to enforce the new executive order. However, the surrender of General Lee in April of 1865 and the arrival of General Granger's regiment, the forces were finally strong enough to influence and overcome the resistance. Later attempts to explain this two-and-a-half-year delay in the receipt of this important news have yielded several versions. So y'all know what versions mean, right? Lies that have been handed down through the years. Often told is the story of a messenger who was murdered on his way to Texas with the news of freedom. Another one is that the news was deliberately, which was probably true right here, deliberately withheld by by the enslavers, the masses, y'all, to maintain the labor force on the plantation. And still another is that the federal troops actually waited for the slave owners to reap the benefits of one last carton harvest before going to Texas to enforce the Emancipation Proclamation, all of which or neither of these versions could be or could not be true. Certainly for some, President Lincoln's authority over the rebellious state was in question. For whatever the reasons, condition in Texas remained status quo well beyond what was statutory. This is the actual order. It was called General Order Number Three. To the people of Texas, the people of Texas are informed that, in accordance with a proclamation from the Executive of the United States, all slaves are free. This involves an absolute equality of rights and rights of property between former masters and slaves, and the connection heretofore existing between them becomes that between employer and free labor. So the reactions to this, of course, we know history. You know, it was not good. You know, it ranged from shock to immediate jubilation. While many lingered around to learn of this new employer-employee relationship, many left. You know, therefore, these offices were completely off the lips of their former masters, attesting to the verifying condition on the plantations and the realization of freedom. So they left. They didn't want to what, what eventually was called sharecrop. If you work for me, then, you know, I give you food and board, you know. But, no, they didn't, they didn't want to do that. They left. Um, as time went on, um, the Juneteenth festivals included food. A range of activities are provided to entertain the masses, many of which continue uh, in tradition today were rodeos, fishing, barbecuing, and baseball are just a few of the typical Juneteenth activities you may witness today. Juneteenth almost always focuses on education and self-improvement. Thus, often guest speakers are brought in and the elders are called upon to recount the events of the past. Prayer services are also a major part of the celebration. Now, certain foods became popular over the years and subsequently synonymous with Juneteenth celebrations, such as strawberry soda pop, you know, some of y'all just call it red soda, 
more traditional and just as popular was the barbecue winter which Juneteenth participants could share in the spirit and aroma that their ancestors, the newly emancipated African Americans, would have experienced during their ceremonies. Hence, the barbecue pit is often established as the center of attraction at Juneteenth celebrations. Food was abundant because everyone prepared a special dish, meat such as lamb, pork, and beef, which were not available every day, were brought on this special occasion. A true Juneteenth celebration left visitors well celebrate, well satisfied and with enough conversation to last until the next. The other important part of it was the dress, which was also an important element in the early Juneteenth customs because often still taken seriously, particularly by the direct descendants who can make the connection in this tradition's rule. Because during slavery, there were laws on the books in many areas that prohibited or limited the dressing of the enslaved. However, during the, the initial days of the emancipation celebration, there were accounts of former slaves tossing their raggedy garments into the creek and rivers to adore clothing taken from the plantations belonging to their former masters, such like the book of, of Exodus when the slaves left Egypt, you know, they pillaged their former masters for gold and silver. See, they took clothing instead. So um, we know that that in the early years that even though they were celebrating, they still were persecuted, you know. Um, Some of the plantation, however, some of the the workers who were on the plantation um, were allowed to take the day off for Juneteenth. You know, eventually as African Americans became landowners, land was donated and dedicated for these festivities. One of the earliest documented land purchases in the name of Juneteenth was organized by the Reverend Jack Yates. The fundraising effort yielded $1,000 and the purchase of the Emancipation Park in Houston, Texas, in Mesilla, the local Juneteenth organization purchased Booker T. Washington Park, which had become the Juneteenth celebration since in 1898. There are accounts of Juneteenth activities being interrupted, as I stated, um, and hijacked by white landowners demanding that their laborers return to work. However, it seems most allowed their workers the day off, and some even made donations of food and money. For decades, these annual celebrations have flourished, growing continuously with each passing year. In the Booker T. Washington Park, as many as 20,000 African Americans once flowed through during the course of the week, making the celebration one of the state's largest. There's a lot of information on this. Um, so you can look it up. You can look it up. Look up Juneteenth celebrations across America, and you will see, although they're in different states and different areas, they have those similarities. So that's our Black History Moment of the Week. Oh, all right. Thank you, ma'am. We do appreciate you uh, passing that, that great information on Juneteenth. Yes, sir. I know y'all know a lot about that. Uh, 
Yeah, because Texas was actually one of the last states to actually um, hear about hear about um, slaves being free. Of course, we know the Emancipation Proclamation was a, a political a political uh, document more than anything else. So, as we always say, the slaves freed themselves, you know, basically. And, of course, you know, during the process of all this, you have to remember that you had the slave um, slave catchers out there that was forcing wagon trains to turn around and return to the slave master's plantation, even though they were free, uh, you know, burning out wagon trains, killing them, ruining their stock or whatever they had with them. And then, of course, it was the okey-doke of sharecropping, you know, which was a big, big okey-doke. Because basically you was you were still a slave. They just made it seem a little. They would say it was a little easier, but you were still out there tending crop, and and uh, basically being beholden or owing your um your master. You know, depending on what kind of you know your harvest for that that year. So yeah. So when you start talking about Juneteenth and all that, you you have to look at the big picture. And um, yeah, thank you, peace. Appreciate it. Y'all know where to find it at. Y'all, some of y'all be on YouTube and and all the other places. So you want to learn more? That's where you go. All right. Or or you can hit one of us up and we'll help you out too. You know, hey, we can do all those things because you know we good like that. <laughs> well, I'm gonna say P. Ross good like that. All right. Oh, anyway, so thank you, P. Uh, I really appreciate that. All right, so being that today is open mic, um, hey, it's on you today, caller. What you want to talk about today is the day for you to let us know what's on your mind, how you, we can help you, what you want help with, so forth and so on, because that's what we do here. Welcome to the show, Guest 754. Glad you're hanging out with us today. Oh, uh, yeah. All right, so. Uh, with all that great stuff being said, let's talk about some things here. Uh, I know I'm a little late, but it's okay. It's okay. AT&T and Time Warner, you know, they've been trying to um, become one company for the last 18 months. 18 months. And, um, of course, the Department of Justice was trying to block it. Because they're like, no, nah, y'all have too much, you know, basically a monopoly going on. Well, Basically, what happened was the court said, nope, you can't block it. They can go ahead and merge. And the Department of Justice said, okay, we're not going to fight this anymore. Go right ahead. Now, AT&T and Time Warner will become one. Of course, that gives AT&T, you know, um, direct, uh, uh, what can I say, um, access to, you know, TBS, TNT. Uh, what, what's some of them other channels you got? HBO, CNN. Things like that. Whatever time Warner's over there, you know. H. Now, just think, AT&T, you know, they're one of the biggest uh, telecommunication companies out there. Now, they're teaming up with Time Warner. That's movies and Disney and all. Man, I tell you, it's going to be something interesting. But what this has done is opened the door for other big um, mergers, like Comcast, who's um, trying to get um, purchase um, a lot of 21st Century Fox. Now, you know, that's another one who has a lot of movies and things of that nature. Yeah, so it's it's about to be interesting, and I think this has opened up something we really need to pay attention to because 
somewhere in this whole situation of all these companies coming together, we the consumer, we gonna catch the bottom end of it. I guarantee it. You know, so we'll see. We'll see. Um and of course, of course, there was the deep wait a minute, wait, wait, whoa, whoa, slow down, wait a minute, back up, whoa, hold up. You know what, I got started, but I forgot. Hey y'all, y'all know what? P. Ross had a very interesting visit to a museum last week and um she see y'all see how she tried to do me? She gonna let me just get started and just forget what she she went to this museum that has some very very interesting facts and it actually it runs along with um, Juneteenth and slavery and things of that nature. So Pete, come on back up in here. Don't be playing and, and let let us hear about, about about this museum you went to down in Alabama. All right, come on, talk to me, girl. <laughs> Did you say Alabama? Y'all said Alabama.
names on it. And all of them were, as I said, unknown. Um, and it's just it's just funny how all of these people were lynched on the same day. So when we go back and we try to, you know, find the records for these things, you know, um, just simply put it in that county, put it in that date, you know, and 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 some of these things occurred as late as 1945. This is not all in the 1800s. See, this this is not just the 1800s, you know. Um, some of them occurred in you know the as, as late as 1950. I, I saw one that had one. Um, that occurred, I think it was, I think it was in Mississippi, but I'm not sure. I don't want to say the wrong date, um, the wrong state. But um, they were still lynching people in mass as late as the 50s. See. So, and the one that was in in and y'all can look it up online. It's it was called the 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 Slocum massacre. You can look up the transcript. And um, it just says that in Palestine, Texas, scores of Negroes were were killed by whites. July thirty first, nineteen ten. Um. And it all started with a, 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 a white farmer and a black man um, who um, the farmer had, you know, endorsed some, some time ago. And he left, and he said that the farmer said that he was obliged to pay him some money back. And the, 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 the man told him, no, he didn't owe him anything. So um, he left, and he did not return until a few days later. And the farmer asked him, you know, why, you know, you need to give an account for yourself. Why didn't you return? So they got into an argument, and, of course, you can't talk back then. This is 1910. You're not supposed to talk to white folks like that. So he took offense. Um, in that, it was it was reported. Um, this is what they said that two hundred and two hundred odd black folks, because I'm not going to say Negroes, armed themselves and and congregated at Denison Springs, twenty miles south of where the trouble had started. They said that the white people in those little communities were without arms and was uneasy over the situation. Following, uh, and this is what they said, following the killing of all of those people in Slope. It says, by noon, over 200 men, over 200 men went to the scene what was going on and why this was happening. So they set up posses of men. They went out. They arrived in Slocum. And 
seven state rangers arrived about seven o'clock that that evening. The militia was there by seven thirty, and it was between. By this time, it was between two hundred to three hundred men. They hunted these men down. And this is what one of the people said. I found the greatest excitement prevailing throughout the section. He said, men are going about killing Negroes as fast as they can find them. And so far as I was able to assert, ascertain without any cause. Just killing them without any real cause. One time, one person found 11 bodies. Then another person said it was 15 or 20 bodies, you know, and this mm-hmm. went on for a couple of days. This is all over an argument because a man left the job where the man had hired him and didn't come back for three days, and he argued with his boss, and he took offense. Mm-hmm. He took offense because you just didn't do that. You just supposed to say yes, sir, yes, sir, and, and that's it. You know. Mhm. See. <clears throat> right, right, right. So the next day, or two days later, because this is on a Sunday morning. Um, all of, and this this took place between Slocum and Denison Springs. A dozen farmers gathered at noon at Dick Willis Farm, three miles southeast of Spokane, for the purpose of burying all the bodies. It says, for burying the bodies of those Negroes who could be found. And his farm was chosen because it was on a central location of where they were killed. People were dragged. Uh, it says in many cases, relatives of the Negroes discovered the whereabouts of a body and dragged it to a secluded spot during the hours of the night on account of the fact that several bodies have been disposed of. The exact number of Negroes will never be known. A conservative estimate places the number at 18. Those are the, 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 the unknowns on the wall. But they said that it will never be known. That's just the ones that were accounted for. But the people in the community said, the men who were bragging about it, declared that it was no less than 40. But only 18 was accounted for. See, so if y'all look up the Slocum Massacre, that is one of the, that is, is in, in, in um, this happened, in, like I said, in Anderson County, Texas. There were many more um, because we, what we, what we did was we took pictures of the stones that had a lot of names on it. Another one was uh, Carroll County, Mississippi, and you can look up to see exactly what happened on that date, you know, because they have a lot of names. When you see a lot of names or 
A lot of names of people and it's all unknown. You know that it is a lynching. That these people have been slaughtered. These people have been killed for no reason. No good reason. As they say, just for disrespecting somebody. And just think, we argue about, we argue with people every day and we don't expect to um to be killed for it. We don't expect to be lynched for it. See, so it was, it was and another thing about it was that um, there were holograms of the people when you went in there behind the cells, and the holograms were actual um, depictations of, of, of slaves who had been, um, because where the place that the museum is is an actual slave trading place where the slaves were brought in and they were cleaned up, washed up, dressed, and they had to sell themselves. If they didn't speak up and sell themselves, they were beat. You know, if they did and they talked too much about what they could or couldn't do and the person who bought them found out that they couldn't do it, they still got beat. So either way it went, you know, as the lady was saying in the hologram, they were still going to get beat. They had holograms of children, holograms of women, holograms of men that were talking about their experience there, you know. So it's a good place to go and look at the history, all documented, all documented from record. So, yeah. So that's what I spent my 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 Saturday doing. It's a lot more, but it is it, 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 you have to see it because it's very it's very enlightening. It's very enlightening, and it, and it, and 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 the way that the museum is set up, it actually places you right there in the midst in the midst of where those people were. Another portion of it was the injustice of 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 being in prison unfairly. They had testimonies by actual prisoners. Um, you pick up the phone and you could listen, and they were telling you why they were there. And there was this one um, young man, and he was talking about he had been in jail since he was 14 years old in an adult prison. Hmm. Yeah. So it's very informative and, and, and the injustice of it all, you know. But it, it it's a good place to go. It's a good place to go and, and learn your history and not even and not just and not just go and see and say, Oh wow, that's amazing, but come back and do the research on your own. You know, look at those dates and see why these people, you know, why these people were lynched or why these people were in prison. And see that this stuff that there is actual documentation, there is actual history of these things going on, that they just can't be swept up under the carpet. Mm. Wow. You know, and I bet, I bet, you know, I can only imagine walking through there, um, and, you know, y'all know, well, y'all don't know, um, I'm kind of a quote-unquote, uh, paranormal-type individual, you know. Yeah, I believe, in, yeah, stuff like that. So, And I can just imagine, you know, the, the, the feeling or the, 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 the aura that you get walking through there. You know, you know what I mean? 
how how yeah. that um yeah. yeah because that 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 um that is just like wow you know just to walk through there and, and you you're talking about the history you're talking about history that you you've heard about you've read about but to actually be there and see names on a slab you know to actually see a hologram and we know today holograms are almost dang near realistic. If you didn't know it was a hologram, you probably think it was real. But to hear them tell the story right there in front of you as you're standing there listening to it, you know, that that is just something that is so amazing. You know, um, and, and I, I could just only imagine, you know, but out of all places, uh, Montgomery, Alabama. It seems like everything happens in Montgomery, Alabama. You know, so I may have to take a ride down to Montgomery and see, check this out. Um, I wonder, do they have any virtual tours? That would be kind of cool as well. But see, these are the things that that we 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 as a society need to go and check out and, and, and learn about, because the more we learn, the less likely we are to repeat. To repeat. Now, did I hear that word? To repeat. To do it again. Because apparently that's what's going on right now. That's basically what's going on down at the border. You know, you hear all this stuff about, you know, the kids getting separated from from the families. There's a reason that. Of course, yeah. you know, forty five yeah. is saying forty five is saying, um, well, you know, we're not gonna be a migrant camp. So why are you taking the kids from the parents then? Easy. The kids are young enough to be molded and taught how to work in certain places, whereas the parents may not, you know, ma'am, no, we're not doing this. You know, uh, we may, you see what I'm saying? So the more things change, the more they stay the same. And don't think that there's not a big, a big, um, a big market for child um, sex trafficking. Okay, yeah, yeah, and don't think it's just a little tiny, tiny uh, local massage parlor man that's doing all that. I'm telling you, so y'all have to understand. Y'all have to understand these things. It's more to it than what what we're being shown, or what we know about. Put it that way. But you have to look at the big picture and read between the lines. You know what I mean? You you, you have to read between. Uh, uh, the lines because there's more to it. Especially, I mean, let's just think about this. You coming across trying to find get a better life, not just for yourself but for your children, and you get to there and and you get to this point where you can't go any further, but they just take your child, children away from you. Mhm. You know, but what you you being told is well. You know, it's 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 um um it, it's 100% uh, no to- zero tolerance. Well, zero tolerance means kids too. Wouldn't it mean that? You know, but that's not as what's happening now. What is actually interesting that's going on? Um, you have each side blaming the other. Well, one side says the Democrats, the other side says the Republicans. No, both sides. Well, no, it's not. Uh, uh, Skeletor lady, what's her name? Kellyanne Conway. 
she get on TV and say, well, no, the the Trump administration does not um, does not advocate taking away children, kids from children. But that's what they're down there doing. That's what's happening. So who's going to own up to it? But better yet, the question is, who's going to stop it? Who's going to stop it? I, I nobody has come up with that great, 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 great answer yet. No one has come up with that answer. And another interesting thing about this um, um, is apparently going on is now that is 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 in the stage of you know one is calling for the Republicans, one is saying Democrat. And now there's a bill coming up where 45 wants he wants money for this this wall again. If you see, this always goes back to this wall. This wall. He wants money to build the wall. But wasn't his promise said that Mexican Mexico was going to pay for this wall? So why is he still asking for money? Huh? Why? Why? Oh, uh, well, the question is, why, why, why? I can well, tell you why. Because it was, it was never about, it was, it was never about, huh? Well, well, if somebody knew the answer, somebody, you know, would have already figured this whole thing out. But why would you pay for, I mean, let's, let's just think common sense. Why would you pay for something that that's not going to benefit you, your people, mm-hmm. your country? Why would, in other words, why would you build a prison? Why would you build your own prison to contain your own self? Hmm. You know, and, and I'm glad you put it that way, because my take on this wall is it's not to keep nobody out. That's not what that wall is being built for. My personal belief is being built to keep uh, <clears throat> others in. You know, well, that's what well, it, I think it's being built for. Well, if that's the case, okay, let's let's go from that point of view. If if it's being built to keep. Uh, Okay, U.S. citizens in, they're gonna have to build a lot, a wall, a lot bigger than than the, the than the Texas and California no, border. No, 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 hold on, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. My bad, my bad. I guess I wasn't clear if I was. You said U.S. citizens. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not talking about dog. No, it ain't gonna be for U.S. citizens. Well, who are they trying to get in? So called because because the U.S. citizens. Are the ones that want to keep America great, make America great again. Those are classified as the U.S. citizens according to this administration now. Well, yeah, you're right. I okay. forgot. So let's 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 get some clarity here on this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but the reality of it is, the U.S. citizens are not doing the menial labor or the hard work that is. So-called making this country great. Get my point. And well, we know that. Well, we know that that well, turnaround see, was over. That turnaround was over twenty years ago when, 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 when certain 
uh, population decided that they wasn't doing menial work anymore. And then when those people came over and you start seeing them holding the road signs and making $15, $16 an hour, now all of a sudden you're taking our job. Well, you thought that you were too good to do these jobs anymore. So. Yeah. So. Now. We we need to deport you all because now you're taking American jobs. Well, that's the thing. Eventually, they don't have, they, see, that's the thing. Eventually, they're going to realize, wait a minute, we can't deport all these people because this is our workforce. This, this is, is our the people who are doing the job. Exactly. These, these, exactly. these are, yeah, these are the people that have knowledge on how to make things operate smoothly. So once that happens and there's a realization that uh, everything is not peachy king anymore here in this great place. There's going to be a mass exodus. You know, going to find, um, um, going to find um, 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 a better place somewhere else, a better life or what have you. Thus the need for a wall to keep them in because, wait a minute, if that's the case, then we have to do our work again. You know, uh oh, and then once again we going back to those that go out and um, okay, I'm just gonna say it. You know the return of the slave hunters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Slave yes. control. Yes. yes. You know, so um, because I don't know how many people have recently tried to get a a passport. You know, before it was just the easiest thing to get a passport. Now Not it's anymore. a whole lot harder to get a passport, and there's it a reason is. for that. There's a reason for that, because without that passport, you can only travel so far. And only <laughs> yeah, so that's what I think the wall is for. Like I said, this is my opinion, and the way I, I've been seeing the way it has developed. Yeah, and I also say. There's, you know, the reason those kids are being separated from those parents down there um, on the border is because there, there's a need for young kids and for some of these sick individuals that sitting up here in these high offices that don't call themselves don't want to get their hands dirty. So they 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 have they pass laws and regulations and legislation to um, have others do it for them. It's a sad situation, but that's that, that's the truth of it. But that's that, the truth that, of that, it. that is always the way it's been. That that is always the way it has been because they have to remain hidden. Mhm. Right. You know, they're not going to come out in front and, and say these are these are our fetishes and and this is what and then and and none of that has gone anywhere, even with the exposure, so-called exposure of the Catholic Church and. And everything that that was supposedly exposed those years ago, you know, we don't know that that is not yet still going on. We only know what they tell us. Well, well, you know, and and okay. to be honest, and to be honest, that's not the only entity that those things were happening. This is true. That is so true. No, I, I was about to say let's let's take a look at, at candidates that's actually running for office uh, in November actually, and they're all over. You got pedophiles, you got pimps, you have uh, um, 
what they call national supremacists. You got them uh-huh. all running for office now. And they're not. And, and, and the, the scary part about it is they're not trying to hide who they are or what they do. They're out there no, only uh, um, campaigning behind it. <laughs> you know, they're campaigning behind it. And, of course, they have those their followers that's right there with them. Exactly. You know, what does that say about the society that we live in right now? What does that say? It's, it's really a, a, a scary, scary time. But then again, it has already been foretold. So why, why, why should we expect anything different, right? For those that believe exactly. in, 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 you know, the Bible and things of that nature. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, so that's what's going on on the border, and of course, everybody's trying to do damage control because nobody wants to see him as the bad guy. But the bottom line is, yeah, they're down there taking them, them kids, putting them in, 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 in you know, they, the word is cages. But you know what they're basically putting them in, the detention holding cells. That's what they are. But to, to, to make it seem more dramatic or, or harmful, they say cages. Okay. Um, tomato, tomato, right? The bottom line is they're taking them away from the parents. Right, taking them away from their parents. That is the bottom line. And of course, you got forty-five saying, "Well, United States will not be a migrant camp." Excuse me. It has always been a migrant camp. So, what makes you think you're gonna change it all of a sudden? You know. Now, for those out there that's gonna get on your your little horse and your comparison, yes, we know Obama. There was a law during Obama's time, and that's you know. Supposedly this happened, uh, Bush, Clinton. Yes, we know this, all right? We know this. So before you get on your horse and say, well, that, and go to, to, to the quote-unquote label game, it doesn't matter who did it. It's wrong. It is right. wrong. Right. That's the thing. That is the point. You know, and, and the thing about this country is, it's, it's, it's interesting that when you get start talking about the actual problem, nobody wants to talk about that. You can talk about all this other stuff. You know, this president did that, that president did this, this person did that. But the actual problem is this is wrong. Stop taking the kids from their parents. You know, now let's be honest. We know for a fact that Latino Latinos, Hispanics, they are a very close-knit family unit. Yes, they are. They are. You know, so, you know, it it, it hurts like crazy when their family are separated because that's what they thrive on, family. You know, you have two or three generations living in a one-bedroom house, but they make it work. And I'm not saying that to be funny. That's fact. That's fact. I mean, and you have them living right next door to each other, too. No, right next door. And the whole neighborhood be to take care of each other. Let me digress. But the point is, you know, so there's a reason why they're being separated. You know, once again, you just can't continue to, 
to uh, uh, rely on the mainstream news, the president's news channel, Fox News, or what have you. You can't rely on that because they're not going to tell you what's really going on. They're not. Now, if you were and you're strong enough to take the criticism that you are going to face and you start listening to some of these quote-unquote conspiracy theorists, then you may be on to something there. Because everything that they claim is a conspiracy is not always a conspiracy. That's what you, that's what they want you to believe so you you drop the ball and don't realize the credibility of what someone they claim to be crazy is actually telling you, which is the truth. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Pete, but in a lot of cases that's what's going on. Now, let's not be let's not be that naive though. There are some loonies out there. There are some loonies yeah, out there, you know. Cause, yeah, because you got some folks talking about talking to the universe, talking to them. Now, the universe ain't never talked to me. Okay, so <laughs> I don't know what they own, but that's some good stuff there. Let's not go back but, to the universe talking to me. No, let's not. Okay. Do that <laughs> <laughs> okay, but let let's <laughs> use 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 your smarts, people. You know, so let's, um, of course, I'm going to keep, pay attention to what's going on down there because it, it's interesting things. Now, here's another interesting aspect of what's going on down the border. You know, uh, a couple of months ago, but December, there were some National Guard troops that were sitting down on the border. And because, well, you know, the 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 the, the, the uh, border patrol needed a lot of help, to, you know, blah 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 blah. When reports are coming back from the border, they're saying National Guard troops aren't doing nothing but menial tasks for the Department of uh, uh, for Border Patrol, which is not a good thing. Uh, let's see, what are some of the things they say they're doing? Um, feeding Border Patrol horses, shoveling manure changing flat tires and performing maintenance on Border Patrol vehicles, cleaning out vegetation, which the Army is good at that, boy, I tell you, repairing Border Patrol facilities, working as office clerks, or operating a company network of security and remote camera systems with little or no experience. (laughs) The interesting thing about it was they approved all these soldiers to go down there, right? But none of them were to be armed, none of them were to have any weapons, and the troops were supposed to be kept a safe diff, diff distance, okay, from the, the border walls and things like that. You know, the guard troops are not permitted to patrol or participate in detainment operations for migrants crossing the border. Okay? Now... Oh, yeah, and last month, the president of the union, labor union representing Border Patrol agents criticized uh, the administration deployment, calling it a colossal waste of resources. And honestly, that it is. It's a waste of resources. You send them, what you send them down there for then? See, once again, once again, it looks good on top of the water. You know, oh, that's a pretty yacht. Oh, look at it. But on the bottom is rotten, just rotten, rotten. So now you done took all these, these these National Guard soldiers away from their jobs, their family, to do what? Go down there and, and, and be somebody's flunky. 
that's what's happening. Where's the logic in that, people? Where is the lo- Why did you sit them down there? They're not armed. They can't help in detainment. So why did you sit them down there? Now, I actually believe that there are some down there that's, that's, that's being uh, prepped to build a wall. I do believe that. <laughs> I really do. You know, but uh, right yeah. now, you know, they 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 try to figure out how they're going to do it without anybody noticing. That's what they're really down there for. And I said it when they deployed it, when they came out this deployment in, in, in December. You know, why? One of my bowling buddies, he had to go down. You know, and, and it was funny because I was joking with him the week before when he first came out. I said, well, Lou, you will have to go on down to the border and build that wall. He started laughing. He said, no, I don't have to go. I'm good. The next week, he said, man, why are you jinxing me like that? Now I got to go down there. i like, dog, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm waiting for him to call me back, too, so, you know, I can talk to him about some things going on down there. Because Luke, Luke, tell it like it is. But but that, that is that are some of that just is some of the reports that's coming out from down at the border. You know, they're down there doing doing. Nothing. And that's not what they get paid to do in the military. I mean, the National Guard. That's not what they get paid to do, I'm sure. Yeah, Yeah, but they got them down there. They got them down there. It's just crazy. But they're not going to tell you that because they don't want you to know that. They want to make you think everything is peachy king. Everything is fine. You know? All right, I need to. I got you. All right, so anyway, um, so yeah, that's what's going on at the border. So you know, we we need to 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 to, to really, really, really pay attention to that because if, if they really don't have anything, so I'm sure the families would love to have their soldiers back. And the soldier would like to be back on on their job, making it real money. Um, there was a DOJ watchdog uh, uh, investigation done, you know, on the FBI, James Comey. You know, and I, is it me, or aren't y'all, aren't y'all still t- aren't y'all tired of hearing about this Clinton email thing and this Russian collusion? Aren't you tired of hearing all that nonsense? I know I am. Every time you turn around, you know, 45, he upset because something has happened and he thinks the the, 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 um, the, the the investigation is going too long, so now he wants to kick it back to the to the um, e Hillary email thing. And honestly, why? Why? You know, so, you know, he finally bullied the Department of Justice to go ahead and investigate um, um, the FBI. And, of course, was there any, was there really any doubt that this investigation would come back and say that James Comey was at fault and was the, the culprit in all this? Was there any doubt in this? No, once again, there was an investigation that really 
really didn't need to be done because we already knew the administration had to bully whoever was going to do this investigation to come back and say James Comey was at fault. He was the reason Hillary Clinton was not indicted. We knew this already. Why did they have to have an investigation? Another distraction? So nobody would pay attention that the New York State Attorney General is um, suing the Trump Foundation for illegal activity over the many years. Maybe that's a distraction because of that. And they really try to disband the Trump Foundation. So you get on here and you make a big grandstand about, yeah, call me as this. And, of course, call me wrote a book, and it was not flattering of 45. And we all know anything that's not flattering of, of 45, there's an issue. There's an issue. You know what I mean? I mean, let's be honest. That's what it is. That's what it is. Now, for those that's not paying attention, anytime this guy does anything, the first person he he flatters or, or says has done a wonderful job is himself. <laughs> or those around him, well, we want to thank President uh, Trump for his great leadership and so forth and so on. Look, Trump is a businessman. Businessmen lie. That's how they make their money. They lie. They lie. They cheat. So what makes you think that he's going to get up there and not do it? Hey, it's got some Steve Bannon got up there uh, in a recent interview that said 45 doesn't lie. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't tell untruths. Now, he may, how did he put it? He may, uh, I'm trying to remember the, the exact words. Basically, he was saying he doesn't tell a lie, but he kind of uh, uh, changes the truth a little, which means he lies. He lies. Just like this meeting with Kim Jong-un, North Korea. You know, just, just, just like that. So he come out. Now, let's remember, before he went in, oh, man, they would call you call him a little rocket man and da-da-da-da. Now they have this meeting. Oh, he's such a wonderful guy. And <laughs> this is funny. He's such a wonderful guy, and um, I admire the way he runs North Korea. Dude, the guy's a little dictator. His people are starving. Why would you admire anybody like that? You know, and, and it's being done right here in front of everybody's face, but apparently nobody's really paying attention. Nobody has the cojones. Nobody has the cojones or the 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 the, the breath and fortitude to tell the man, "Hey, look, man, you just jacked up." That's not right. Well, I'm sorry. There were those that did have. You know, that there were man and woman enough to tell him, no, nah, this is not the right way to go. But you see where they ended up, right? Fired. 
once he fired him, you know, he says all this negative stuff about him. The normal, the normal kill the character type of governmental um, dialogue, propaganda stuff. But yeah, so they sit down and they have this meeting, you know, all this prompt and, and circumstance, you know, air, you know, the, you know, he goes in and he doesn't need any any scientists or anything, but he's gonna he gonna tell within the first two or three minutes whether Kim Jong Un is serious about denuclearization and what have you. Well, wait a minute. Now, so what makes you think North Korea is gonna be any serious now than they have been the previous six times that they have uh uh guaranteed they will uh start denuclearization of their country. What makes I mean just because you're Donald J. Trump? That makes it so? That makes it true? Get a life, people. You've been hoodwinked once again. <laughs> oh, of course, you know, the thing is, it's a part of effort to denuclearize the Korean Peninsula. Yeah? How you going to do that? You ain't trying to denuclearize South Korea, just North Korea, right? Yeah, like that's really going to happen. It's not going to happen. No way, no how. It's a good idea, though. It's a good idea. And I love them for it. Not... It's not going to happen. Now, I'm going to go back to what I always say. All these nuclear weapons that's floating around in the world, who is the what is who is the only country that has ever used one? The answer is simple. You mean on people? <laughs> yeah, on people. <laughs> yes, on people, on other people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know that was the only one that I really know on record is uh, us, the United States. Uh huh. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So why should anybody else trust us? <laughs> right. Well, the thing, now, the thing about it, the thing about it is that they don't. Because you uh-huh. know he 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 sent this deal with you know with Kim Jong Un, but you know he, he do you really think that man trusts him? I really think that he just played him. You know exactly. I, I, I just really I just really think he just played him to make him walk away because he already know. I think he just played to his ego because he already know he got a big ego and yeah okay yeah we're gonna do this yeah 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 okay right. You know, mm-hmm. and Trump, um, Trump talking about he think it's great. You know, I went there, I gave him credibility. You know, I, I think it's great. But what are you really saying? You gave him credibility, but did you get? Were you credible? You know, did he think you, know? you were credible <laughs> enough, or did he just still think that you're the idiot that you portray yourself to be? You know, because that's what he thinks. That's what he has said. You know, so why you so, playing? You know what he did? He really, he really gave them more propaganda. Really? <laughs> he, that's what he did. You know. Ah. You know. So I, mean, I. 
I mean, how many foreign, how many foreign leaders you know come over to this country and salute any of our generals? I haven't remember any that do it. Nope. But he sure did it, right? Now I remember when 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 forty four went over to where was Japan? Somewhere, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and and they got all upset about him seeing, uh, you know, and, and once again. Once again, like I keep saying, the okie doke is just real. It's just too real. The okie doke is too real. Because the same thing can happen with one, the other one does, and all of a sudden it's an issue. Why? Because one, another party's in charge. Once again, labels fall into this. I always talk about labels. Y'all know I always talk about labels because I hate labels. I really freaking hate labels. And we always fall up under these crazy labels, you know. Uh, you know, when you start talking about North Korea, yeah, oh boy, he handled. You know, it's been years and years. But see, people don't go back and look. This was just not something that was started by the Kim Dynasty family, when Japan had taken was taken over that that uh, part of uh, of Korea. Japan did some brutal things to them people. Some very brutal things. Once again, we're talking uh, general generations of, of, of just horrible things. So to these individuals, this is the way that life has been through years. Now, you know, after the Korean War, of course, the great Uncle Sam went over there to help out and end up dividing a country, a nation, a landmass. Dang, they always divide and destroy something, aren't they? But anyway, so now you have families cut off. You got some on the south that live in the quote-unquote glorious life. Then you have ones in the north that are struggling, living under dictators from years and years and years. Years and years and years. You've had six previous meetings, six previous meetings, to say we will denuclearize, we will do this so we can, you would give us this. But he, and you know, to, North Korea really didn't make any concessions, honestly. <laughs> did they? No. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. They did too. They said no. they would they would go ahead and stop denuclearization and what they would do if they do that, the United States would help lift the sanctions and help that help them economically. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, we gonna see yeah. how that how that pans out. We're gonna see how yeah, that we pans know how out. that is. Yeah, okay. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he said it, you know. Yeah, but they wait yeah. and see, you know, if, if, if that's yeah, really going to happen. North Korea committed to work towards complete denuclearization of the North Peninsula. The U.S. and North Korea commits to a recovering to recovering POW MIA remains, including the immediate reparation of those already identified. Repatriation, I'm sorry, of those already identified. In other words, they're going to immediately send them back. Um but this was something that really I looked at. I was like, "No, that's just dumb." The U.S. would immediately end joint war games with South Korea. 
door? Really? Really? That's what you're going to do now? Yeah, he said some of those exercises was a waste of money. Mm, okay. You know, and, and once again, that comes from an individual that has never been in the military. That's an individual that never has spent any time over there that doesn't realize that once um, this certain river over in, in, in Korea freezes over, the North can march right into South Korea with no problems. Well, he's not concerned about that. Of course not. Because <laughs> uh, he probably don't even know know about it. But I'm just saying. Look. All right, so for those that's not aware, there have been meetings between the United States, Russia, uh, China, Japan, South Korea throughout the years. Six previous meetings. <laughs> Six previous meetings, uh, 1985, 1992, 1994, 2005, 2007, 2012, and, of course, 2018. Based on the same thing that 45 has come back claiming, it's going to happen this time. Same basic argument, same basic concessions, and yet we're here again. So what's going to change this time? What's going to change this time? Don't drink the Kool-Aid, people. Do not drink the Kool-Aid. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Do not drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> you know, don't drink the Kool-Aid. That's all I can tell you. Not by any chance, because I've just been running on, running on, running on. By any chance, you want to add anything to the to the conversation? You want to say anything? Come on, let me know. Three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. It's off with Mike Monday. Hey, y'all can y'all can say talk what you want. You want to talk about something else? Hey, call in and let us talk about something else. The day is your day. I'm just talking about what I know. <laughs> oh, but anyway. Um, yeah, so, you know, that's what's going on, and honestly, it's a scary, scary situation. It really is, because once again, you have a, 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 a political base that thinks this was a wonderful thing. You know, no other president in modern history has been able to do this. Wrong again. Wrong again. Nothing yeah, has been done Exactly. Well, you know, okay, I give it to him. He was able to sit down with with the North Korean leader. Okay, no sitting president has ever been able to do that. Woo. And then, and I said, I I know I had to talk about this. To top all this off, Dennis Rodman get his crazy behind on television to cry. And I, really, really do? I himself like that. And I went to Obama and said about the North Koreans, I love the North Koreans, and Obama wouldn't give me the time of the day. Really, dude? (laughs) You're crazy behind behind cross-dressing basketball player. What do you think? How much? I mean, really? Really? 
Now, yeah, why, do, why do Kim Jong? Why do Kim Jong like you so much? Because he likes basketball. You're a star. You went over there originally to do what? Play basketball. Duh. Mm. No, you're not. You're not a Muhammad Ali. Okay, Let, let's just get that straight. You're not a Muhammad Ali. So you you, you just aren't gonna carry the same weight. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you don't get all out on rhyming like that. The man, the man is expressing his emotions. He hurts. At least he ain't trying to say the universe. He didn't say the universe told him to do that. <laughs> well, still, hey, he expresses his emotions all the time. Anyway, I guess he was expressing when he dressed up with as a, that uh, a bride with all that makeup and crap on too. Guess he was expressing his emotions then, huh? Yeah. No, no, no I can't take you seriously like that. No, <laughs> I, I really can't. No, it's not happening. Uh, then you'll get on there and just break down like a little B I I uh I'm sorry. Uh you know, like 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 just uh No why? Why? You know, and you and you looking like really dude, really. really. Yeah, really. You get on here you get on here doing all this and what really is this accomplishing? Nothing. Nothing. It's giving him 15 additional minutes of fame. Man. That's what, it, that, that's it's what just, it's doing. That's what it's doing. It's actually uh, clarifying. It's actually clarifying what everybody else already knew. He crazy as a bed bug. That's what it's doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're yeah, yeah. We know that, though. Yeah. So why should we expect any less? But they CNN, 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 and all them—they had them on there. They had them on. Sure. But it was interesting. I didn't see Fox. Was he on Fox News? I don't think he was on Fox News, was he? Nah. Well, they can't have nobody on there like that. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, yeah, you know this North Korea thing, yeah. This sounded good, but I don't know. I don't know. But I'll be catching up. I'll be following it. We'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, I think I think it's all baloney and no bread. Oh, That's what I think. Oh yeah, here's here's why it's all baloney and no bread. It's interesting. See, nobody's really talking about this part of it. North Korea, when they. they before they decided to, to agree to this summit with um, the United States, mm-hmm. one of their one of their nuclear test facilities collapsed on itself. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So Yeah. So nobody. Yeah. This is something nobody's talking about. Yeah. But it collapsed on itself. So really, they can't do anything right now because they got to rebuild it eventually. So well, what's the perfect you know, time to say, are. yeah, so yeah. what's the perfect time to say, yeah, let's sit down and have a meeting. Yeah, we've been promised denuclearization. We can't do anything right now anyway, so we look good. We make it look good. 
Now, with the United States history of, of turning on individuals, why would you? Why would I want to trust them anyway? Especially with a with a sporadic Sunday morning tweeting narcissistic clown in office. Well, you got a point. <laughs> that has been known to to say one thing one minute and, and two minutes later say something totally different. And 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 known for saying, "Well, I didn't say that. That's not what I meant." Yeah, <laughs> and hold grudges. Because if he could find a way to fire Jeff Sessions for reclusing himself from this Russia investigation, he would. The only reason why he hasn't fired him or Mueller, because those in the Republican Party have told him, if you do, you're through. That's why. And, of course, Sessions recently has kowtowed and stepped in line and said, okay, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll do what you, was, you want me to do. You know, because there was no reason for them to investigate the FBI. Uh-huh. And it was over with. I mean, come on. We knew something wasn't right when James Comey came out two weeks before it, um, the election and said, well, we're reopening the Hillary Clinton um, investiga- email investigation. After you came out and said there was no, no evidence of her doing, doing anything wrong. So, yeah, we already knew something was shady there. But isn't it always when it comes to elections? There's always something oh, shady yeah. going on. Always. Now, the issue is We're not always aware of the shadiness That's going on behind the scenes But there's always some shadiness going on Because yeah, everybody's trying sure. to find dirt on everyone Yeah, yeah. Everybody's yeah. trying to find dirt Of course, of course, of course They're not going to let you know Everything that's going on, they got to keep some of that stuff hidden until after the, you know, after the election, and until after they man, you know, has made it into office, then all that stuff will be revealed. But what can you do about it then? Let's be honest, nothing. Nothing. Not one thing at all. (laughs) Exactly. And here's some of the shadiness that goes on right in front of. Everyone's eyes that nobody really pays attention to, and that's ger- gerrymandering. Now, for those oh, yeah, that don't know what gerrymandering, yeah, yeah that's for some of those that know what that is, that's when legislations go back and redistrict or redraw map lines to uh, accommodate political affiliations to get one set of voters in, in more of a district or area to vote for a certain candidate, depending on the political party that they are associated with. Okay? Do y'all understand that? Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Basically what it's saying is, hey, my group is over here, but I'm surrounded by a whole bunch of uh, P. Ross's voters, and I can't win that way. So what I'm going to do is redraw it to where all my voters are right there in the area. P. Ross is in another area. That way I, I guarantee to keep my spot. That's what gerrymandering is. Um, however, the Supreme Court this um, did something that was very interesting. They ruled on two gerrymandering cases. One was for a Democratic um, Democrat, and one was for a Republican. And honestly, 
I was completely thrown away and surprised by the results of what their ruling was. But in both cases, the ruling was the same. <laughs> I said, oh, my goodness, is there some morality and common sense somewhere? <laughs> um uh, the first one was the court ruled against a group of Democratic voters in Wisconsin who challenged their status, uh, their state's redistricting map as the unconstitutional partisan gerrymandering, which it was. But the court rules that the residents lacked standing to bring the case forward and remanded the case back to the lower court to give voters an opportunity to prove they have been injured by the maps drawn by the Republican legislators, okay? Now, the next one is the case was um, in Baltimore, I mean in Maryland, who claimed they were unfairly put at a disadvantage by Democratic officials in the drawing of one congressional, congressional district. Basically the same thing, all right? But the court ruled in both instances yeah, maybe, but you have approved it. You have approved it. But they used the word here, and I was like, standing? What do you mean by standing? You know, and honestly, that's why you, That's why a lot of people who say, if you're going to deal with legislatures, courts, and things like that, you have to know the legal, what word I'm word, legal, yeah, that's Jordan. the legal definition jargon definitions of what they're the words that you know they're using now for us normal judges when we say standing we come up on two feet pretty much or something standing in one spot but in legal jargon standing means a party's right to make a legal claim or seek judicial enforcement of a duty or right to have standing in federal court a plaintiff must show that the challenge conduct has caused the plaintiff actual injury, ain't that what it said? Yep. And that the interest sought to be protected is within the zone of interest meant to be regulated by the statutory or constitutional guarantee in question. And that is exactly what the justices said in, 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 in the Wisconsin ruling. And basically in um the one in uh, Maryland, too. Who was injured by this? How was you injured? You know, you've come here, but you haven't said any how you were injured. Besides, you know, you didn't like they resisted because you think they did it because they want this group to vote more you know, over this group. That's not injury. You haven't really been injured that way. Right? Right. Now, if I'm, if I'm wrong, Pete, let me know. But basically, that's you what they mean, right? right? That's right. So they so they got to bring it back again. So now it's going to go down to the lower court, and the lower court has to hear it again. Now, it was interesting that they sent it back down to the lower court because really they didn't have to, but usually that's what they do. They'll send it back down and say, okay, y'all need to rehear this case again. Hopefully with this definition that the Supreme Court has come up with for them, they understand what they have to prove in order order. To make their case But then again Let's be honest By the November 6th um, midterm elections This case they're not going to be here It's not going to be heard again So whatever the, 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 the 
the redistricting lines were are going to stay in place. So that's that's interesting, but I, I really thought it was very interesting that um, they ruled in that manner. Now, for those that want to say, what does injury mean? Legal term of injury is the violation of another's legal right for which the law provides a remedy, a wrong or injustice, any harm or damage. Okay? So that's the legal definition, legal jargon of injury. So that was the court was telling him. All right? <laughs> that's out of Black Laws Dictionary. All right? So y'all want to look it up, check it out yourself. And once again, like we say, we must educate ourselves on the legal jargon because that's what's used a lot of times, and we don't understand. We go by the everyday definition, but when you get and talk about law and, and, and you know, things of that nature, there's a whole other meaning out there that we must be aware of. Yeah. So that's it. That is it. Um, there are reports out there that Camille Cosby is planning on divorcing Bill. Of course, after trying to find some um, credibility, the credible sources that's verified, haven't been able to. But it's 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 not such a foreign or, or a bad idea, actually. If you, you know, because Bill has been convicted already. Okay, now here's my judgment behind it, my thought process behind this. Which means he's going to be open for civil suits from all these people. So what's a better way to protect your access and your money is to go and let your wife divorce and put everything in her name, and then yeah, you have nothing, per se, as far as uh, the law says. You haven't, you haven't anything. You haven't got anything because you divorced. She took everything. Uh, also, Camille has to protect herself and her assets. So she's been married to Bill for, what, 54 years. That's a lot to lose to some little trollops. And yes, I call them little trollops because that's what they were back then. And also, I, I, you know, if it is true, I, I can't say I blame her for that. Now, Bill has reports have also come out that Bill has fired his legal team which is not unusual because what happens is when when uh, uh, after conviction and the the, the, the the convicted individual plans attorneys plan, uh, plans on appealing you usually get rid of the team that was there with you through trial because you can use the the, the, the legal jargon of you know whatever my, my I wasn't represented properly so forth and so on whatever the loophole is and you bring in a whole new legal team to, to tackle that part of it, you know. But the question is, you know, in, uh, Pennsylvania, they rushed to get this second trial done after the first one ended in a mistrial. So they rushed to get this one done. My question is, this this appeal, how fast are they going to work to try and get this appeal done? Or is they going to just let it linger, 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 linger? Now, let's not forget, Bill is 80 years old, y'all. He's 80 years old. Of course, he's blind. You know, so 
depends on how long it takes, he may not see the results of it. I don't wish that upon him, but it's a par possibility. Know what I mean? I don't know. I may be right. I may be wrong, but I don't know. But I'm sure they're going to really... Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, okay. <laughs> hey, oh, hey, first know thyself. I'm glad to see you hit the soft eye. He in the chat room. He's in the chat room. He said, "You and your co-hosts are going to find yourselves on the FBI, BIE list, talking about your president like you are." Oh well, life happens. Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> uh, some of the things I said before, I'm probably already on there. I know. Yeah. And I know there's certain terms you. I, I know certain terms you can use that would get you put on there because I read them on the show. So, but the truth is the truth. And my closing comments will will uh, cover that part of how I feel about that. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> it's good to see you, man. <laughs> oh, it's good to see you. Woo. But you're right, you're right, first know that stuff. You are absolutely probably, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna be on, so uh, on the watch list. Yes, yeah, so we're gonna be on the watch list. Yet again. Yeah, that's part. Yeah, that's part of why she's hearing more, all this echo. More, more, than, more than likely, you know, your show is already on there because we don't say some controversial stuff, you know, over a period of time. And it hasn't changed the same thing. So, yeah, well, okay. All right. Uh-huh. Um, you know what? I speak in conspiracy theories, so I, I, I'm not harmful at the moment. <laughs> I'm not harmful at the moment. That's how you get a that's how you get a group of followers that believe what you say. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Life is wonderful. You smile and keep going. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so and that's basically what I got. P, what you got? I know there's something else you want to add to it. I've been rolling. I ain't having given you much chance to talk. So what you got for me? How about that? Nothing. I mean, you you, you basically said it no, all. Now about now about Camille and um about Camille and Bill, you are exactly right. In order to to protect her assets, that would be a very wise move. You know, um, not less to say, you know. You know, others, you know, others would, would probably believe, you know, okay, well, she was going to divorce him anyway. She just stuck through him, stuck with him through, you know, through the trial, you know, but now that he's guilty, you know, hey, you got to go. You know, so, you know, but, I mean, after 54 years, that, that is a long period of time. You know, to build up guilty, you know, so. Yeah, so it, it's a mm-hmm. lot. It, it's, it's a lot. lot. It's, it's a lot to think. It is. It's a lot to think about because either either way, either way, she mm-hmm. still, you know, in the end, really comes out on top. Mm. Okay. Yeah, she How? really comes. Out. How? How she comes out on top? Yeah. Because, because 
either way, whether 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 she whether she 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 she's doing it, you know, to protect her assets or whatever, or whether she's doing it because hey, look, this is your last straw. Enough is the doggone enough. His his image and character is tainted now. You know, that's a question in itself. Is it really tainted? Who is it tainted with, though? Uh, the Me Too movement. Um, and didn't, didn't well, he I lose mean, all of his they lose, He lost all of his ass. He lost all of uh, They took back all of okay, his honorary but, degrees. Okay, you know, but, but so, I, mean, I mean, so, okay, but does that really make his image tinted? I mean, because we know the Me Too movement is a bunch of, uh, don't get me started on them individuals, but okay, so it just goes to show that uh, um, everybody that smiles in your face aren't, ain't your friend, right? True. Now, me, me myself, when I think of Bill Cosby, I don't think of none of this nonsense. I don't. So I, I guess I'm saying is which generation is his image tainted in? No, because my generation growing up, I'm thinking Fat Albert, the Cosby yeah. Show, Different World. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I'm thinking. You know, Rudy, you know, Theodore, Denise. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I'm not thinking this, about this, this nonsense here. So, you know, uh, in, 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 in this Normal day society, maybe his image is, is tarnished. But I, I do believe a lot of us older individuals, we look at it in a, in a totally different light. You know, we know this was a witch hunt. But, you know, because I think, and y'all don't take this the wrong way, but I think a lot of us lived a little bit during that, that lived during that period. We understand it a little bit more than this group right here that's coming out, uh, you know, that wants to, to talk all the smack about it. We understand what was going on back there. Right. You see what I'm saying? We we understand how things worked there. We understood the, the, the party system, the party, the groupies, uh, uh right. you know, right. the drug scene, the freedom but the freedom of sex. Yeah, the sexual revolution and we understand all that. Right. You know, contrary compared to this generation that's basically sex free. You know, if, if they don't have a video game, you know, they don't want to do anything else. I mean, let's just put it out there the way it is. And we know why that is, because of the stuff, putting in the food and things they're eating. Mm-hmm. You know. Hey, because back then, you know, I'll be honest with you. You smoke a little weed, once you get busy eating, you eat it, you want to get a little bit. And you're good. <laughs> you know, it was natural. I mean, I'll be honest. You know, it's not like that today. You don't know what these kids smoking and what happens when they start smoking. They start doing some of the craziest stuff, laying in the middle of the street, biting, want to eat people and carrying on. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, All that has yeah. happened. All of that has yeah. happened. You know. So I mean, yeah, standing on the corner like zombies. Yeah, standing on the corner like zombies, bent over and carrying. Yeah. You know, but uh, you know, but I'm saying, I think that's that's that's. Um, just the the, the 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 point of view of two different generations or eras of time as to how Bill Cosby really would be uh, 
view whether he's living or not. You know what I mean? I well, yeah, he I mean, now, you know, he's already 80, so, you know, hey. Yeah. Remember remember the Cosby episode when he was running track, when all them old jokers got to running track, and he could, yeah. hit and he could barely finish? Yeah. I do See, remember that. like that I remember. <laughs> yeah. You know, or him, him and Claire doing their little dance, listening to some good jazz, you know, nice pictures on the wall, going to museums. You know what I mean? Things like that. Yeah. Things that actually wanted you to 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 look deeper into some of the music that he was playing. You know, some of the pictures they had on the wall or they were bidding on mm-hmm. on the show. You, you see what I'm saying? That's what right. I remember. You know, all this yeah. other crap, I, whatever, whatever. Whatever. I, I, I don't, that's not what I'm, I will remember. Of course, this is just me speaking, but that's how I feel about it. But anyway. Go ahead. I just cut you off and went to rambling again. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I, don't, I don't want to talk to you anymore. No. <laughs> no, but no, but what I what 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 I was saying was that you know in those circles, you know, you know how in 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 the elite circles, you know, the husband mess up, he shun, but oh, you you we we don't mind if you come. See, that's the kind of thing, I, I, you know, I'm talking about, you know, because that's what they do, you know, mm. what they do. Right. They let you know, that, hey, it's all right. It's, it's all right about him. We heard about Bill, da 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 and we don't mind if you come over, but we don't want him around our children. You know, crazy stuff like that. <laughs> so most people, most spouses, what do they do? They separate themselves from the other party. When, when when a public, you know, embarrassment or whatever, you know, happens, they separate themselves. Well, you know, and, and once again, that goes to who's your true friend and who's not. It's easy exactly. to be somebody's friend. It's easy to be somebody's friend when they're doing well. Okay, yeah. So, well, that's, that's how it goes. Yeah, well, in Hollywood anyway. You know, because the jokers be looking at their career. Well, I can't associate with them because my career will be over, too. Exactly. But, you know, sometimes you have to ask yourself, you know, what's more important? Friendship or, or, or just being the cowtown to, to, the, to, to the establishment that wants you to turn your back on somebody that has helped you along the way. You see what I'm saying? That has helped you along the way. You know, even when you was down, they were there to help you, but now they down and you're going to turn your back on them because, no, I can't be caught up with that. I mean, were you really ever a true friend? You know, where's the loyalty? I'm just saying. You know, all these, you know, because, you know, I I was uh, listening to – Jennifer Lewis do an interview on the Breakfast Club, and she was just going off on Bill and that, that, that. I'm looking like, really? Really? You know, he helped you along the way, too. Don't act like he ain't helped you, too. But you just want to get on here and turn your back because that's how, that's the thing to do right now. Right? No. Exactly. They didn't know what to do. Yeah, so screw that. If you're going to be a friend, be a true friend. You know, if not, and then don't perpetrate. You know, because those type of 
Non-friends, nobody needs. Nobody needs. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> what else you got, T? I'll keep cutting you off. Go ahead. <laughs> That's it. You know, you're you talking about... You you're talking about the friendship thing now. Now let's just be honest. A lot of people are more loyal to to money than friendship. Well, you yeah. know, because we can, yeah yeah I can make this. If you can tell me that if I if, if I not associate with this person anymore, I can make these millions of dollars. I can make these hundreds of thousands of dollars. I can make this money. Okay, peace, bro. <laughs> I gotta get mm. back. Let's just be serious. Mm. You know. Mm. You know that. Sometimes, hey, I can't, I can't give up, I can't, I can't give up a quarter meal for you like that. You know, I love you, but you understand. Let's just be honest. No, I don't understand. <laughs> hey, it don't matter. I gotta make this money. Because, <laughs> because when, when between the two of, between the two of us, we had one egg, and then we, I say, okay, we, we split. You get half of this egg, I get half of the egg. You know, we, that's the only thing we had to eat. I didn't say all that back then. Right, but now you get a little bit of money. You want to kick? Okay, all right, I got you. Yeah. I got. Yeah, you. We, we, see, we got to come up now. We ain't got to be splitting no eggs. You, you get the white, get the yolk, or whatever. You know, we, we ain't got to do that now. You know, because yeah, you know, ain't no sense in both of oh. us being down. I mean, let's be serious. Ain't no, no sense in both of us being down. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, that's all right. You go look. That's all right. You go. You go out and enjoy your new friends. When they run and leave you alone, I'll still be here waiting on you with that one egg. We'll be all right. No, that's all right. That's a, I mean, that's the way I would look at it. What you gonna say? What you gonna say? Cause you gonna need this egg one day. That's right. I'll be waiting with that one egg, and we gonna share it again like we used to. But I'm sure. Look, but I'm gonna tell you uh, what I'm gonna tell you. I told you so. I told you so. You know? I told you so. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and uh, and uh, and unfortunately, a lot of times, you know that that is how that is how it happens. But you know, in in those circles, you know, in those circles where where he's at, you know, we know self preservation comes first. We know this. We see it every day. Yeah. We know. This. You know, it's it's interesting because I was, I was reading an article on um uh, uh um what's her name Raven Simone. Uh huh. You know, and, and you know, the question was why did she why did she all of a sudden um you know stop you know doing a lot of stuff? Well, people stop people stop um actually hiring her or asking her to be in things because of her her points of view, and one of them was on Bill Cosby. You know, she said, basically, look, when I was on there, he was a kid. I was a, a tiny kid. He said, but nothing happened wrong to me. I have nothing bad to say about the man. Everybody on the show treated me great, excellent. So stop asking me about it. You know, and they held that against her. They really did. They wow. really did. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. You know, so, I can see that. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I can yeah, see well, that. You know, when the, when the industry comes after you, they come after you, and they want everybody to, to jump on bad, or they'll come after them too. Um, right. Which was why I thought it so interesting that uh, uh, Barris, the comedian, just happened to do that that skit right there when a reporter happened to be sitting in, in 
in the audience. You know, mm-hmm. Compared to the many other times he's done it, and I'm sure there there was reporters sitting in the audience also, but nobody, you know, all of a sudden now it comes out and, you know, all of a sudden it's a big thing. Yeah. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not downplaying sexual assault or, you know, rape or anything like that. I'm not downplaying that. Okay? I'm not condoning that. However, circumstances you put yourself in that you could have gotten out of uh, avoided. That's different. That's different mm-hmm. than being caught, caught on the side of the head and taken advantage of. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. So and the fact yeah. and the fact that the matter the fact that the matter is that you came back repeatedly. Mm-hmm. But you know, I ain't saying everybody did, but some of those women they came back. Repeatedly, how traumatized were you that you had to keep coming back? Come on, man. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, you know, we, we we at some point in time you have to stop the lies and deal with the truth. You know. Yeah. That's right. You know, it, I mean, it, it just 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 realistically, just realistically. You know, because you know, even 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 the worst person have a conscience. Even the things they do really haunt them. You know, mm-hmm. so right, right. You think, you, you think that this is not going to come back and haunt you? It is mm-hmm. when you know, when you know within yourself that it ain't all of it ain't really go down like that. That after the money was ran out. And you came back for more money, and they said no. Well, this is what I'm gonna do. Twenty five years later, really? Come on now, you weren't that. You were not that traumatized. You really mm-hmm. weren't. And 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 there's no way you can possibly, you know, convince me. I don't know about anybody else, but as for P. Ross, you couldn't convince me that you were. I really think that it all it all it all boiled down. To 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 money for some of those people. I agree. You know, to see how much. Let, let me see how much I can get paid this time. Mhm. And of course, you know, you just happen to run into a district attorney that was in the middle of a race and got there to take you know to do to take the case on, you know, further than it had ever been. You know, yeah. Of course, you know we know some shadiness went on there too because the record was sealed for some reason. The deposition right. was allowed to be unsealed, right. and yeah, exactly. so right. So you know, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you know this whole thing once again, you know, says the system is. Has very flawed. Is is very mm-hmm. flawed. Very flawed. Very flawed. Mm-hmm. Right. Mhm. All right. So, what else you got before we? Or is it time to roll up out of here? I don't know. It's five oh three. It's after five. Hey, that went kind of quickly today. Yeah. Well. 
<laughs> yeah, it always happens when you're having fun, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So you got anything else for me, for us, for us today? Well, I did have just the inspirational moment. Okay, we can do that. Well, go and ahead. Give it, us the inspirational and- moment. And it comes it comes from um, the Juneteenth again because you know we were talking about that, um, and this is the official Juneteenth uh, poem, and it's called uh, "We Rose," and it says, "Already a people, our faces ebon, our bodies lean. We rose, skills of art, life, beauty, and family, crushed by forces." We knew nothing of. We rose. Survive we must. We did. We rose. We rose to be you. We rose to be me. Above everything expected, we rose. To become the knowledge we never knew, we rose. Dream we did act. We must. And it was written in 1996 by Christina K. Christina K. 1996? Mm-hmm, 1996. Mm, okay. All right, good stuff. I like yeah. that. I like yeah. that. All right, thank you, ma'am. As always, appreciate it. Uh, we'll be talking here in a little while. Oh, but now, time for me. Y'all know, usually I don't have much to say, but I got a lot to say today because I just got a lot to say today. You know, it's been it's been a week since I last had a conversation with you, so... You know, there's a lot that was on my mind. Even even a few minutes before the show, I had a lot on my mind I wanted to share with you. Um, and it kind of covered what we was talking about a few minutes ago. Um, um, you know why why are people so upset when 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 someone refuses to fall for uh, being placed on a label? You know, being placed under, want to conform to society's definition of who or what they should be or who they should be or what they should belong to. Why is there such a problem with that? You know, and if you stand up and don't conform to whatever um, ideology is out there, you're called a coon, a sellout, a uh, you know, a uh, uh, conspiracy theorist, a nutcase, excluding Dennis Rodman, of course. <laughs> but anyway, but why, why is there such an issue with that? You know, we all bleed red for the most part. We all bleed, breathe the same air. And if you strip this skin off, we all are bones with veins and everything, basically the same color. We're humans. That's what we are. Through our history, we, we've, we've learned that, uh, but that applying a label to something or some, specifically someone has been used to create classes of individuals that some are inferior, and some are superior. All that because of what? A label. A color. A color. 
a label. You know, it, 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 and you would think over time we would realize that the more we allow ourselves to be labeled and placed in certain categories, the harder it is for us to, to, to ever survive and become one people, one group, unified, together. I'm not naive enough to think that everyone would be singing kumbaya and sipping on your Mai Tais and cocktails and just having a good time because we know that's just not the way it's going to be. However, I do believe that there are enough of us out there to, if we were just to begin just a little bit to start shaking these labels, we can make a difference. We can make a difference. There's no more black. There's no more white. There's no more red, yellow. You know, there's no more Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, you know, knucklehead, whatever, juju, weebie, whatever. That would make a better world. You know, we have been, these labels have been forced on us from the second we enter this earth. We're labeled as something. We are. We're labeled. And from that day forth, we are expected to act according to whatever label we are assigned. And for the most part, unknowingly, that we follow suit because we haven't been taught anything different. We haven't explored anything different. Well, y'all, you know what? It's time. It's time. Stop classifying yourself as this or that and other. You're a human being. You have a mind of your own. Stop being led by the, your nose and start being led by your brain. It's okay to say, no, I don't agree with that. It's okay to say, no, 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 no. That's not how it's going to be. It's okay. Because the individual or individuals that you have a conversation with or you're expressing this thought to can only do two things. They can accept it or they can go on about their way. But the bottom line is you yourself will feel a whole lot better because you have realized that you did not conform to what they wanted you to conform to. Now, there's no way it's going to be easy. Right? And the reason why, because all of us have been programmed and conditioned to, 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 to be under some type of label or condition. So it's not going to be easy. But I think if we all put forth some type of effort, we can beat it. So that is my challenge to those who listen to the show. Let's start working on getting away from being under all these labels and titles that really in, in the long run mean nothing. 
Because the bottom line is who you're friends with, if you're a true friend, you're a true friend. You know, who, who you worship is who you worship. That's on you. That's between you and your maker, your creator. Yeah, okay, you may not, hey, believe what I believe, okay. But if you're my friend, you're still my friend. And friends can have uh, constructive dialogue on things if you're true friends. But the bottom line is don't let someone pigeonhole you, make you start doubting your beliefs or who you think you and or who you know you are because they want to place you in a group or a label, place, place a label on it. Everybody's a free spirit. We just got to let spirit go and be free. Think about that. And that's my last words for today. All right, I want to say thank you all for hanging out with us. Uh, we Hopefully we'll be back here Friday uh, for another show. Don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be something good, I'm sure. All right, so just remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself, because you laugh at yourself, everything else is just gravy. Uh, Friday, 2 p.m. Central, 3 to 12 Pacific. I'm your host, Mr. Talking, for my co-host, P. Ross. We want to say thank you for listening to us. We love you all. Enjoy yourself. Take you out here with some more Al Green love and happiness, and we talk to you Friday, man. Y'all have a good week. We out of here. Peace. Love and happiness Yeah Something that can make you do wrong Make you do right Yeah Love Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.